Welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today I want to talk a little bit about the Docent Research Group. Some friends of mine alerted me to this not too long ago, and this is a group that they cater themselves towards megachurch pastors, and what their objective is is to help them, quote-unquote, come alongside. Now, some of the pastors who've used this service have said, well, they just help me with the research and, and information. Other people have said, you know, they pretty much do everything for me, but mm, uncouth things. Literally, of course, that was Mark Driscoll who said that. Um, but what I want to alert you to is a lot of the pastors that we've looked at who had deep elements of soundness at one point in time that seemed to have gone soft and weird and wishy-washy, almost all of them have had a connection with the Docent Research Group. Now, there is a large video that I watched from some guys that did a lot of research on this. I will link that video down below if I can find it again. And um, it, should be, it should be in my, my emails somewhere because a friend emailed it to me. So I'll go ahead and find that and put that in the description here. Please go do your own research. But we reviewed a few months ago on this channel, we reviewed a, the book um, called Stop Asking Jesus in Your Heart by J.R. Greer. And Greer was at one point in time considered a fairly sound theologian, or I wouldn't say sound theologian, but a sound pastor at least. But he seemed to have gone soft and wishy, and a lot of people who are discerning in the Word of God have noticed such a thing. And then it comes out that, yeah, he was one of the people that bought into using the Docent Research Group, as did um, Tim Keller, uh, I think Matt Chandler, numerous of other large pastors, many of these pastors, which is why a lot of them start sounding like they're doing the same things. Literally, this group is writing sermon material and giving it to a few different pastors. So a few different people, which even includes personal stories and testimony. These stories, that, as you remember, I was reading through that and it's like, these just can't even, they don't even sound real. I made the same criticism of Art of Neighboring. These stories that he's giving us don't even sound real. Well, it may be that they weren't because of this group. This is what they say on their website, which is docentgroup.com. We create uh, we custom create from scratch content for busy pastors, sermon research, congregational surveys, small groups, discipleship and leadership pipeline curriculum, book summaries, assistance in turning the pastor's content into books and position papers and training seminars to help staff and or attenders grapple with cultural challenges. So that's what they are billing themselves as. In other words, they come in and they will they will help organize all these things and they'll do anything from simply give you bullet points of research to write your entire manuscripts for you. They will do a the whole spectrum and range of things. They says um, they uh, docent partners with pastors to provide research assistance to lighten their load and help them serve their churches more efficiently. We do provide sermon research, leadership consultation, and custom curriculum. In other words, all the stuff you're being taught is generally coming from these in a lot of these big churches. Here's the how. We carefully pair graduate-level researchers with our clients based on theological compatibility whatever that means. And we develop relationships with clients to get to know what resources would enrich their ministry. And then there's the why. Why? Well, why? Because these people, they just want to be big name pastors. They don't actually want to sit down and do the work. This is why if you find a small church, you will find deeper studies, deeper research, because the pastor has generally done a lot of it 
by his own passion, not, oh, we need to have some sermon stuff. Hey guys, put together for me a 12 point, uh, a 12 week sermon series on X, Y, or Z. All right, there isn't enough time in the day for pastors to do all the things they need to do. The modern pastor is an administrator, organizer, and strategic planner, but many pastors weren't trained to do those things in seminary or didn't get pastoral ministry for those reasons. We leverage our researchers to maximize our clients' time and help them focus on things they are called to do. So that is what we find in this. This is a group that is helping pastors by doing these. In other words, the, you, the pastor of your church, if you and they cater to a large church. So if you're in a large church, your pastor may not even be putting together these sermons that they say they are. Like, ask them, are you actually putting these sermons together? Who has time for that, you know? Now, here's where we have the, the problem. We look at the team. Now, the research articles I had did a lot of detail into the, who these team people are. I didn't actually uh, look at this. What I find interesting is I follow politics. Some of the people on this team, I've heard about in politics, not on the right side. We have um, Glenn, uh, Glenn Luck. We have James Gordon, who... He looks... Yeah, never mind. Um, James Gordon, uh, personal director... We have Joy Harris, Operations Administrator. We have Amber Bowen, Director of Curriculum. Now, there were other ones on there when I looked at this just recently. And a lot of the people that they have are leftists. In fact, if you look up these individual people from their website on their team and you do research into who they are and what they believe, every one of them is a leftist. Every one of them believes in the LGBT, LGBT curriculum. Every one of them thinks that critical race theory is a positive thing. Every one of them is doing this. So basically you have these mega churches which are reaching thousands and thousands of people supposedly in the name of Jesus, bringing on these large ministries. And then what they are doing is they're bringing in, rather than do their own work, they're bringing in this external group who is well reputed at getting all of these organizational and sermon notes, all these things to battle the cultural issues. And what do they do? They provide the pastor's information on the wrong side of the Bible. This is why these megachurches don't seem to have strong biblical roots. This is why these guys don't seem to be with it with scripture. They're like, I don't even know. Well, that's a lot of the problem. The challenge that we're having is that this group of people is putting together research teams and coming alongside with the largest churches. And these mega churches in America today, these guys are feeding at least 85 or so percent of Christians is what my estimation would be. Just based on the fact of how big they are, how many of them are in different towns, how small and rare the sound biblical churches are. And we end up with a circumstance here where oftentimes the pastors... They're just feeding people whatever they think. And what is it they think? Well, whatever the docent group comes up with, because that's what they're doing. So be aware of this, particularly if you're in a large church. Make sure that your pastors are actually doing the work themselves, not just hiring external consultants. And then if, you, if they are doing anything like that, look into who those external consultants happen to be. They may very well be people who are crazy leftists who are trying to push wrong agendas into the culture, anti-scriptural, anti-Christian things into the culture. These are the things we have to be aware of. So 
understand this. And I had never heard of these guys. But it turns out that all of these big name pastors that we look at going, eh, they're wishy-washy and not particularly sound. Nearly every single one of them have purchased docent services in the past. Um, as I mentioned, Tim Keller, J.R. Greer, Matt Chandler, um, uh, Mark Driscoll, of course, he's, I don't know if he's back in ministry or not. He shouldn't be if he, if he is. Um, but these are the, these are some of those people and you can look into this. I'll put the video in the link down below. Have a look at that. And this is dangerous stuff. This is dangerous. Make sure that uh, you are aware of it. Make sure you're aware who the people are. Look into the things they've done. See the types of things that they've done. This is not a positive direction in Christianity. In reality, your pastor, or at least a team of people at your church, should be the ones actually putting together the resources, not external paid consultants from, from who knows where. Because that never turns out well. In fact, the one church that I left, the uh, Christian Mission Alliance in State College, because they had an openly LGBT activist um, musician on their praise and worship team, he ended up leaving the church because he would offered a job at the Center for Faith and Spirituality, which is a group that, um, is it science, I don't know, it's whatever, it's a group in, in uh, Idaho, and they produce materials for churches and pastors, and it's, a, it's one of the pro-LGBT activist groups, so this is the guy he's working at. That church highly praise this guy and and praise this guy leaving and going to that individual group and this is evil and this is the type of stuff that's problematic and these are the types of groups that are oftentimes feeding your pastors saying oh just hire us and we're going to make it easy we'll save you so much time and your pastor's like oh now i can sit back and relax not worry about the sermon on sunday that'll be delivered to me so i can go ahead and do all the other things and uh i got news for you the pastor needs to be first and foremost into the word of god and the administrative tasks of the church and things like that, that is something you can hire somebody for. But the overseer of God must be above reproach. The overseer of the church, the pastors, the elders, these are people, their primary focus should be in the word of God. That's exactly what happens in Acts when the deacon board is put together. The apostles say, we, it is not good for us to uh, neglect the word of God to serve tables. Okay, so that's the thing is that their primary purpose was the word of God and that's the pastor's primary purpose is the word of God in preparing the messages. If there's other tasks that interfere with those, those are the things that the deacons are supposed to come alongside and help with. So there's my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know if you've heard of the docent group and go have a look at that video and see what you think. Um, and then let me know in the comments down below. So thanks for watching everybody and hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.